boys and girls. Are you and girls welcome to talking junk we are in the break room it's saturday you know what you know what that means we in the break room today how's everybody's weekend going Tyler, hey, uh, how's it going? yo 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 ironically i'm not in the break room today <laughs> you in the check room today? Yeah, exactly. Getting that, that bag check. Getting that check. Stacks, but you know, I'm getting there. It's getting bigger. Get your money, <laughs> boy. Get your money. How y'all doing? Y'all having a good night? Y'all enjoying that yeah. break room? You yeah, sure are. We are. We're about to enjoy it even more because just like last weekend. This episode is sponsored by Sugarworks Distillery. I knew it. And we're finishing off the toasted coconut flavored rum. The term. But today we are making pina coladas. Are they making or made? You, you over oh, here just having a little cocktail bar made. up in the back, huh? Well, the bar's coming soon. There's going to be big changes to the break room coming. So stay tuned for that. Okay. Get you guys like a porta potty or a bedpan and shit. Great. I'm just going to pour it right in my face. You can't. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. We will be sending you bottles. I'll be able to get lit on my birthday. It's cool. I'll have to choose one of these cocktails to try it. Or maybe make one of my own. I don't know. I make a pretty good Moscow mule, so if you send me some vodka, that might work at that. Never know. I'm not sure if they make it. They do, but it's corn vodka. So actually, don't send me that because that does not act well with my body. But I mean, a gift is a gift. So like, I'll use it if you said that they probably. If you want to see me lit off some some sugars, yeah. Look at a little uh, <laughs> is that the liquor right there? What was that? Don't worry, there's there's more where that came from. Okay, okay, okay. You lit, you lit. So, what what you uh, what you mix up with this week? Because you're sharing a little bit of the details last week. What what you got in there this time around? All right. So we got a whole can of pineapple juice. Whole can. Talking 32 ounces? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. Oh, you're talking a big boy can. Okay. Then it's two cans of coconut milk and one can of coconut cream. And like Mm. I said... Half a bottle of Tremble Bay toasted coconut flavored um, rum. Wow. So, you know, that you got it. Pretty, you got huh? it Sugarworks, sugarworksdistillery.com. Order you up a bottle. Yeah, get yourself a bottle of that sunshine. Mm-hmm. 
Give me a bottle of that. Definitely need that. Let me, let me let me throw that up on the screen for you. See, we're not we're not too prepared tonight because our uh, our dear manager and background analyst China is uh, sick at home. So please get well soon because we are. Get well soon, China. We miss you. The tenth wonder of the world. Get better, China. We'll, we'll hold it down as best as we can. We won't destroy everything. Promise. We'll try not to. The jury's out. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, I did it. All right. Now let's get that on screen. Got everything all in the way of my screen. Mm. How can we see your screen if it's covered with shit, Jason? Come on. Well, it's a big screen, but I just can't see oh. the bottom because that's where the camera is. He's a mess before the liquor. Yeah, you gotta tighten up the HUD screen. Yeah, I gotta tighten it up, but it's a big ass screen, so I'm good. So yeah, so uh, I guess we're talking about somebody very, very impactful today. Yes, we will. That's that, that's the, that's the that's the aim. And the impactful name of that man is Mr. Bay, a Mr. Turnbull Bay from the Coconut Rum set of. Florida. And this is everything that you can get. <laughs> the Shark Bites. No, but they got some nice bottles. They do. That's really nice. That vanilla rum bottle kind of almost looks like it's got gold in there. It does, right? But I, I, I have to think that that's the uh, pure vanilla extract more than likely yeah. what they use for that. And it gives it almost like this honey texture. It looks real good. And mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of spiced rum, but this is what we had last week, and this is what we'll have next week. Um, we'll try to figure out what else to do, because I don't really do spiced rum, but that rum is pretty good. Mm -hmm. Spiced rum is better than cinnamon whiskey, too, in my opinion. Cinnamon whiskey is a waste of whiskey. But that's me. If y'all love Fireball or something like that, I guarantee you this is some lit stuff right here. <laughs> now, there's a little more actually in store so if you're there i'm pretty sure that that's them trying out new products so if you ever in new smyrna beach florida stop into sugarworks distillery and get you a complimentary shot on talking junk but um as you can see they have a very wide selection so go here to sugarworksdistillery.com and get you a bottle you show us the bottle on any of the uh, social media platforms, and we'll send you a shirt. Limited supply. You heard. Limited you heard. We like to get lit with the family. So if you, yeah, friends, you open it, let us you know, know, we'll hook you up with the shirt. That's what we do. That's what we do. It works, distillery. Drink responsibly. Please don't. Don't be stupid. We don't. We do not support stupidity outside of a safe space. God, that's yeah. good, and it's so light. I'm gonna get lit. So, words to say. There's a whole bunch. That's his glass, by the way. He was drinking out of that before we started. Oh no, I wasn't. I wanted, no, he wasn't. He wasn't. Yeah, inside, uh, inside here. So, 
So uh, I don't know. Would you like uh, I would, I, I, a lot of stuff has happened this week in uh, in the sports and entertainment world. I don't know if you would like for me to give you guys an update. What's going on? Hey, so, sure. I want you to give us a light little update on what's going on in the world. A light little update. Well, there was a big signing of a huge superstar named. AK, well, AK for at the well, FK, formerly known as the Giant, formerly known as the Big Show, named Paul White, oh, yeah. signed, signed with All Elite Wrestling, and it looks like he's gonna be doing a couple of angles in the ring before he decides to go in a backstage role. Uh, my inside, my my my, uh, my inside guy told me that this is a, one of the biggest things because. Um, He's as a like he's also like not because his size because he's also like an attraction of wrestling like he's a guy that everybody compared him to Andre in the moment you know what I'm saying because he's like his height and everything <laughs> like there was a time that they even said that he was his son and I don't know why they even said that <laughs> this man but, had the record for most heel turns and face turns and turns ever uh, but remember but remember to what the only superstar to win the WCW title, the ECW title, the WWF title, the WWE title. Yeah, but I mean, come on. Can you really call that one? The giant. The gi he's the giant. Yo. He's the big man who was always kept around. He's the big man that always made who made Brock Lesnar look, look good, made all the all the big dudes make he made all the good guys, all the like those big D's with good guys look real good. Well, like he never knew a big show. And, uh, and I respect and I, I respect his contribute to the business. Talking about giants this week on AEW Dynamite, Cody Rhodes is gonna fight Shaquille O'Neal. Oh what? yeah, they calling out I all the size like these celebs now. Like, like going back to that, this is why I feel like there's an angle with the whole Paul White thing. Yeah, because they were supposed to fight in WWE. So this is why I feel like there's an angle with this whole Paul White thing. But I'm really, out of all of that, I'm actually not excited to see Cody and Shaq. I'm actually more excited to see Jean Cardell because I see her as, like, the next big thing. She has potential. She has the physique. I've never seen a woman with that. With being beautiful, you with being beautiful and have that nice, beautiful physique at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Like, like her being that size, and I'm like, and it's it's I, I'm I'm really excited for what she's gonna bring because I feel like she could bring a lot. She has like a little bit of she's you know, she has it. She has a little bit of it for me, and I like it. And uh, going back to WWE, there's a whole bunch of shit going on with the Elimination Chamber. And Isn't maybe, there uh, two black female wrestlers in WrestleMania or something like that coming up? Yes, yeah, uh, Sasha Banks. Belair, Bianca Belair declared uh, she's going to fight Sasha Banks at uh, WrestleMania, which is great. Uh, yeah. I feel like it's a big step for like women's wrestling has been killing it the past five years. Like women's wrestling has been it's way better. Been picking up a lot since, since like 2015. Women's wrestling has been at its best. Um, like like the past six years, like. Like ever since I wasn't seeing uh, Bailey and Sasha at the Barclays, that one match in NXT, man, bro, I paid fifteen fucking dollars for those tickets, bro. I was not wow. expecting to walk out of there to be like, "Damn, bro, this is fucking wrestling, bro." I did, for, and I paid fifteen dollars and fifty eight cents for that fucking ticket. I was not expecting to go there. I went in there, <laughs> and those girls tore the fucking house down, bro. They tore the whole Barclays Center down. Like, literally, I cried after the fucking match. That's how good those females are right now. They so really are good right now. NXT history. 
Yeah, like, like for me, the great one of the greatest matches of NXT history. That one for me, like Brooklyn Four. Never gonna. I still get goosebumps. It's like, like when when I see the match, bro. I still get the goosebumps. Like it's that's how good it was. Like that's my connection with the wrestling. Like I was just watching some clips of Daniel Bryan, like when he was at that promo that they cut in Washington one time with the John Cena Randy Orton when they were unifying the titles. And they were just interrupting, going crazy. Daniel Bryan, Daniel. But yeah, it was just it was perfect. Yeah, that was like he had the fucking uh definitely had the hype of the people. He, Yo, they, like like it was so crazy that Vincent Man didn't I heard Vincent Man didn't even want to put the belt on him. I heard that that they forced his hand, like literally, like it was the the will of the people, like the like our like us as fans, we wanted that so bad. We forced his hand to fucking put the belt on him. Literally, literally. We forced him. Like we yep. forced him, like like they made them they we made him the people's champ. We made yeah, them like like and then their fucking handlers just decide to kill him off. Yeah, Which yeah, but like, it, but, but still, but still, we still was able to see like to get that. You know what I'm saying? Like for like the culmination of that story, how it ended with the meaning, like it was just so fucking dope. Like I was like, like man, like Daniel Bryan for me, he's a, he's one of the dope for me. I I've always loved Daniel Bryan. He is one of the greatest. He's one of the people. Yeah, every single time you have somebody that commands the people. Yeah, man, like somebody there to shoot them down. Quite <clears> literal <throat> in most cases. Yeah. Okay. Big conspiracy. Wait, hold up. I see you're about to transition right there. I see what you're doing there, Jason. I gotta ask y'all if you've seen something though, real quick, because you were talking about wrestling so much. Have y'all seen The Rock's new TV show? Yeah, the first episode. It was pretty yes, good. I thought I thought both of them. It's great. It's a great show. It's actually real. Those are actually real fucking stories. Real fucking it, stories. I, I wasn't. I'm not gonna lie. I was really skeptical, and I'm not gonna lie. His teenage actor, whatever. There's something about his face that actually makes me angry. So I've avoided. The show. <laughs> but he does look like a fucking cop, though. He does look like, and and, and it's a true story. Like there's, they like there's people who confirm, like there's people confirming it on Twitter that went to school. Like, yeah, we actually thought that he was a cop because he had a beard okay. and they're like, like, like there's people. <laughs> like that's the thing when you when you see people that that they went to that high school and they're confirming it and shit because they probably not friends with the Rock, but they're gonna confirm like like you know people are gonna confirm rumors of people from high school. Just like I bet that you guys know somebody from high school that there was that girl who had that rumor that she smelled like fish. You know, everybody mm. knew that one girl in high school that she smelled like fish. You know what I'm saying? Every you you all you guys know who was that girl. You're not gonna say who she is to not embarrass her right now. But everybody knows. Hey, right. right. If I can you remember, know what I'm saying? everybody like it's like that. It's I like would. that. Everybody. He looked like a cop, so everybody knew that the Rock was like. Look, he looked like a fucking cop. You know what I'm saying? Is that's how it is? Let's how not, it is? Let's not act like if I didn't remember these bitches' names, I wouldn't be on camera right now saying it was you, 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 you. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, we're not gonna embarrass them. You know, maybe they're better I now. I would. Some, right. some, some probably are still. Some <laughs> of those people that we know are still probably stinking, and maybe some of them have changed. Nobody uh, is gonna uh not take the chance to embarrass me if they get it. So. I get the chance. I'm doing it too. But no, no, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. But like you know, I'm, I'm just putting that as an example. You know what exactly I'm saying? Let's hope they know. Something. No, that does not help at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you know, when you're known for something, mm -hmm. when you no, know, 
Yeah. You know about crazy out here. <laughs> Fucked up in the beginning. All right, so sorry to break you off there, Jason, but I thought of it and I was like, let me see if they've checked it out. Being Se- long time segues fans. over. Segways over, Tyler. You ruined it. I know I did, but you know what? That's all right. It was a good we'll segue. It was a good segue. It was. I was kind of pissed. You just started out of nowhere. <laughs> How the fuck am I going to segue into this? How can I do that? It is so tough. And then it, it clicked. I, I, it I feel like I broke a bunny's neck when I did that. Broke a bunny's neck? Probably you need to start yeah, watching. When I did that, I was holding the bunny and I'd be like, am I going to interject? And it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you definitely did that. That was funny. At least watch the YouTube clips after the show. If you don't want to watch it. Okay. Oh, Wait, I apologize. No, you're good. You're good, bro. I just cut I, I cut off Jason like somebody cut off somebody else real quickly in life. Somebody very important, somebody very inspiring to this nation that people don't really talk about much anymore and they don't know much about them. But, uh, you know, we can use laziness as a reason why we don't talk about it. We can use laziness as a segue tool to talk about these things. Whatever it may be today, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? That's right. We talking about Malcolm X. X. <laughs> Excuse me. The X Men. Well, the more like X-Men. more like the conspiracy surrounding the letter that just surfaced, basically stating the FBI and NYPD killed Malcolm X. Hmm. So it's kind of crazy because there's a lot of conspiracies like this. There's very, there's, very, there's always a lot of conspiracies like this, like. It's a, it's, it's possible. It's, it's possible. I, I don't doubt it. If it could have, if it would have been possible at the, at that time where we were living, you know what I'm saying? There was a lot of uh, uh, white supremacy infrastructure at the time, it's so true. I wouldn't be surprised. That's America, bro. White supremacy infrastructure. At the time, it was uh, America. We're still dealing with it today, but at the time, it was uh, you know. It was a, it was a, uh, well, it's out in day like now, but it's, it was a lot more out in day at that time. You know, people were just getting used to like with black, they were getting used to sharing the bus with black people. You know what I'm saying? So it was still a rough time. Well, Malcolm X was born Malcolm Little in Omaha, Nebraska in 1925. Malcolm was the son of James Earl Little, a Baptist preacher who advocated the black nationalist ideals for Marcus Garvey. Uh, Threats from the Ku Klux Klan forced the family to move to Langston, Michigan, where his father continues to preach his controversial sermons despite continuing threats in 1931. Malcolm's father was murdered by the white supremacist Black Legion, and Michigan authorities refused to prosecute these uh, reasonable... Uh, excuse me, those responsible. See, this... Uh, this... Uh, Sugar Works Distillery is already kicking in. Anyway, (laughs) authorities refused to prosecute those responsible. And in 1937, Malcolm was taken from his family by welfare caseworkers. By the time he reached high school, he had dropped out of school and moved to Boston, where he became increasingly involved in criminal activities. Now, I, I was watching stuff earlier because I was trying to cram so much into my head and, like, a few hours because I've been so busy this week. It's been so hard to just do anything. But 
he was bouncing around from foster foster home to foster home, and <clears throat> he just went to all white schools. There's even a photo of him in the eighth grade um, in an all white school. He's the only uh, black male there. So, so wild. Yeah, it was fucking crazy. Let me see if I can pull it up. Like, it kind of makes sense why, um, like, when you're not growing up and seeing integration, that you would end up having the kind of initial uh, position that he had about segregation and how that it was a bad call. Because if you're just the only black kid in a white school during segregation, you're probably thinking, nah, I'd rather just be with black people. These people fucking suck. I don't want to be here. You know, if there was four more black folk, that's not going to make these white folk less racist and terrible. So just keep us separate. I can understand where that would come from. But also, you couldn't watch Remember the Titans back then. It didn't exist yet. It didn't even happen. Yeah, like, um, and it, it's, it kind of sucks because, like, he's the only one that has to experience being the odd person out out of all those people. You know what I'm saying? He was probably the only black kid in the school. Not even in the class, just in the school. Probably including faculty, too, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it kind of sucks him, him, he doesn't like he doesn't have someone else to understand what he's going through, so it's even tougher on him at the time, and which is tough. It, it, it is, it, it is tough because I, I've been through that when I went to DR. Like I was the only kid that I, that like you know when I first started school down there it was scary as hell. You know I was like, well shit, I, 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 and then I was able to get my way through. So you know he had to work through barriers, and he had those parents that told, "Oh, don't hang out with that black kid," and this and that. Kids making fun of him and stuff every day. It sucks. That was a hard time for him. It's a really hard time for anybody. Yeah, no doubt. Well, Malcolm had a hard time too. Um, in high school, he was a good kid though. In until um, he had he wanted to be a lawyer, and one of his teachers told him. White people will never hire you as a lawyer. So uh, why don't you do something that you're you're good at? You're good with your hands. Why don't you become a carpenter? And that's when something inside him just basically died, and he just dr went to drug, started selling drugs and pimping out women to, to pimps. He was doing he was doing everything. He was a G. He was yeah. He was doing a lot of things. Everything. Yeah, so that's where he became increasingly involved in activities in Boston. In 1946, at the age of 21, Malcolm was sent to prison on a burglary conviction. It was there he encountered the teachings of Elijah Muhammad, the leader of the Nation of Islam, whose members are popularly known as Black Muslims. The Nation of Islam advocated Black nationalism and radical separ uh, separatism and condemned uh, Americans of European descent as immoral devils. Muhammad's teachings had a strong effect on Malcolm, who encountered, who entered into an uh, intense program of self-education and took the last name X to symbolize his stolen African identity. It was fucking hot. I've seen that in an, in an interview. They asked him what his uh, given name was. And he said he doesn't He's just, no, his ex is his name. And they were like, what was his father's, what was his father's last name? And he said his father never knew his his true name. So he said, yeah, what So is he never went by Shabazz? 
No, he never he never recognized his name because he said that that's that's a slave. I was a slave master's name. Some shit I, like I'm that. just curious because like his his daughters go by Chavez, and he was actually introduced in uh in the little bit of research that I did do. There was a uh, a time at Brown University back in the day where apparently an article was written by a, a student there that was talking about uh, why segregation is like a good not segregation why desegregation is good for progress in society. And Malcolm read it, and he ended up coming by Brown University to speak against it. And he, they got an audio recording of it, which just recently, for whatever reason, this came to surface. Nobody at Brown even knew he came by there. And um, the lady who wrote the article also introduced him, and she introduced him as Malcolm X Shabazz. No, yeah, it's here. Yeah, it's here. In the early 1960s, he began to develop a more outspoken philosophy than that of Malaysia Muhammad, whom he felt did not uh, significantly support the civil rights movement. In, in late 1963, Malcolm's suggestion that President John F. Kennedy's assassination was a matter of the chickens coming home to roost provided Elijah Muhammad, who believed that Malcolm had become too powerful with a convenient opportunity to suspend him from the Nation of Islam. A few months later... Huh? I said before he... Before he shot X. Before they conspired to kill that... Before they conspired on him. That's that's what everybody was thinking for the years. It it still looks like that might be the case. A few months later, Malcolm formally left the organization and made a Muslim um, pilgrimage to Mecca, where he was profoundly affected by the lack of racial discord among Orthodox Muslims. He returned to America as El Haj Malik El Shabazz, and in June 1964, founded the Organization of Afro-American Unity, which uh, advocated black identity and held that racism not the white race, was the great foe of the uh, African-American. Malcolm's new movement steadily gained followers, and his more moderate philosophy became increasingly influential in the civil rights movement, especially among the leaders of the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee. This was uh, what was on the History.com website. I think um, that that him journeying out and coming back, I think... um... She had mentioned it was like maybe four years after he had come to Brown University and actually spoke against the idea of desegregation that he had started to assimilate the ideas right before he died, like short before he died of uh, uh, segregation and everything like that. So I wonder if that was specifically caused by his trip to Mecca, because that's what it sounds like. Well, well, the rumors are what I what I was investigating this week that um, that he. Like he was, he he was uh preaching one way of how he was going with a thing, like you know, go against white people, do this and do that or whatever, and then he supposedly had like a reflection and he changed it to be more peacefully, but then the people that he already we like are peaceful people, we are yeah, loving, yeah. But the people that he already who loves on, us. But can I finish? Can I finish? So the so the people that he. If I already fed that 
big thing like, oh, uh, defend yourself against white people, do this against white people, white people are this, white people are that. They have they 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 have already settled with that, and so they saw that as a sign of weakness of him of him trying to be peacefully towards things, and that's why, in a way, people say that they killed him because they they felt like he got weak. And that's why, because he wanted to be more peaceful with it, instead of how he was like being more violent and this and and recruit and, and, and like being more militant. So he like that that was a problem. Like they got mad at him because he stopped being militant, and and that's why I, a lot of people say that this dude, uh, uh Louis Farrakh, killed him. So and and in a way, I kind of see that he only preaches what Malcolm X did before, not. What his late not not the latest words. He only preaches his early words. It's real good mm -hmm. to just preach like what what's convenient or what makes you feel good. Like like Louis Farrakh. Louis Farrakh. Yeah, he's the guy that Louis Farrakh. Yeah, like he he preaches a lot of Malcolm X stuff, but he doesn't preaches he doesn't preach the Malcolm X stuff that it was peaceful. He preaches he preaches that hateful Malcolm X speeches. You know what I'm saying? That speech well, that. Three men were convicted of his death in 1966. It was uh, Talmadge Hayer, Thomas Hagen. Uh, no, that's what he was known as. Talmadge Hayer, Hager, Hayer, Tom Talmadge Hayer. Yeah, Thomas Hayer. You all right there, sugar work? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sugar works out. That sugar works ain't good. <laughs> a, a dude known as no, known as Norman Three X Butler, and another guy known as Thomas Fifteen Time Johnson. Fifteen Time Johnson. That's such a weird ass nickname. Fifteen times what? You gotta call you fifteen times. Fifteen times oh, you done some dumbass shit. Norman three time Butler. So why is he three times and why is Johnson fifteen times? Because like, he's he's three. We'll see. I mean, fifteen is divided by three by five. Like like what I feel happened with the. So maybe he's five times a man. Like and going back to the assassination, what I feel probably might happen with the assassination. I feel like not, it wasn't the NYPD and the FBI that killed him. I feel like they, someone in the inside, leaked the security, uh, coordinates. Well, they, they, uh, somebody on the inside orchestrated for his security to be uh, arrested a few days before. Yeah, no, yeah, they, not, uh... no, not arrested, but like in a way, his security detail was like. Oh, they were arrested. How they, how they no, were this is a fact. Like they were arrested a couple days before he was shot. Wow. They, like there's a the the letter that just came I didn't out. Do much um, I did research. Huh? I said I didn't do much research, but I did research. Well, just, just a what, what I what, what I was looking at, they were saying that they leaked his security detail, and that's how they were able to shoot him. Well, it is the drink for me, and that's a great segue to another commercial, uh, Sunshine. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you can't even do it anymore. You're not even holding the bottle right. Wife, if you would, pop that other bottle out of the side so we can show them what a nice bottle looks like. Now, this is the Turnbull Bay toasted coconut flavored rum that we're drinking here with the uh, pina colada mix that we made earlier. It's it's a uh, it's kicking in. This bot this glass was refilled, so I'm on my second glass, and this right here that my lovely wife You're still has on my first hour is the Turnbull Bay 
spice flavored rum. Let me, let me so, give you screen time there. Yeah, uh, it's the drink for me, but it should be the drink for you also. So go to sugarworksdistillery.com and get you a bottle. That's right. Get you a bottle. Get yourself lit. And get yourself a free shirt after you last. Now, I don't remember which was the guy that got out of jail and he said that he wasn't the one that did it. I mean, he was the one, one of the ones that did it, but the two men that were in jail were innocent. And they all said that there were five, there was supposedly five guys, but once they arrested the first three, they stopped the investigation. <laughs> Because they escape, they use it as scapegoat. They scapegoated the case. They just say, okay, well, these are the three guys. That's it. Boom, boom, boom. And that's it. They just scapegoated it right, right away. They didn't go into detail. Excuse me. And that's well, that that and that and that is still happening to today. That 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 is still happening till this day. It's still happening. Look at those, look at that that Netflix series about those kids as with the thing in Central Park with that girl. Well, well they that. found that girl, and they 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 just they did they they used those kids as a scapegoat to make the city look good. I didn't know there was a, a a series before this. I did a little bit of research on it earlier. I watched a few episodes. There's a documentary on Netflix about who killed Malcolm X. Yeah, like and, and it, goes, it goes very detailed. So I, I yeah, I watched they, they, they use those, they use episodes. those guys as a scapegoat to make the to make the because the, the thing yeah, is. They know who did it. They know. They're saying that the the sawed off is the one that actually made contact with him. And he got hit. I think I believe once in the chin area and like twice or fucking several times in the chest. Yeah, and I think it was like one by the neck or something like that. They said the sawed off that did it. And they said the man that um in the documentary. I'm quoting the the documentary, not myself. So don't come looking for little old me. But the person, apparently, his name. Well, first of all, let me just say that they try to say that it was from um, the seventh, I believe, the seventh mosque in Harlem. Yeah. That um, Malcolm came from. But they did a little bit of sleuth work, and it really, they're, they think it came from the fifth mosque in Newark. That Newark was supposed to be their mecca. Yeah, Newark was supposed to be the mecca of like yeah, of like the whole. So the the that's why they didn't know who they were because if they would have would have been anybody from the seventh, they would have known exactly who they were. Yeah, but they said one of the people, the person that held the shotgun, his name was William Bradley. Yeah, William Bradley. Yep. He's known as Al Al Mufasa Shabazz. Yeah, Al Mustafa Shabazz. And so, well, see, then that's curious. The last name is Shabazz. Like, is that family name? I kind of I took it as um more like like how I like how. Uh, Cassius Clay changed to Muhammad Ali. It's not really yeah, like yeah, yeah. Like that's exactly how it is. But I felt like it was like a like a low blow. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I took especially with Mufasa in there. Like who you think you are? 
Mustafa. Mustafa. Oh, Mustafa. Mustafa. All right, my bad. I misheard there. I was going to say Mufasa. Mustafa, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it was a, a fucking just a low blow. Like, yeah, I took the last shot. There's nothing y'all motherfuckers could do about it because I'm protected by the FBI, which is what the whole conspiracy, I believe, is that the, the FBI colluded with these people and got them to do it. But... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, it's not that, like it'd be that, the first that, time. Lot, yeah, but a lot of people say that 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 the, the own government killed Kennedy too. A lot of people say that, that was too. actually probably the mafia, co- like colluding with the with the government. The mafia back then, when Kennedy yeah, was president, was running shit. They were running shit. Apparently, Kennedy and his brother were big. Robert T. was the founders of like the casinos out in Vegas and shit like that. So, like, they knew each other well. And and it's crazy that I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make this quick comparison real quick. He like Kennedy. The thing is, the family, the Kennedys, they were like built off of the mafia. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they were they they, sold, they did the the moonshine. They were in the moonshine business back in the day. They were in all of that. <laughs> they were the tobacco trafficking. They were into all of that. So in a yeah. way, that family became the so like they invested instead of like invested in like you know more criminal shit. They invested into education. So that's why all of them, they, that name got so powerful because all of them got into politics. Every single one of them, from the like, and it just and it just keeps being a tradition. Like it's gonna keep became the Kennedys, yeah, like the Clintons. yeah, the Kennedys, like you feel me, like the Clintons and stuff, like like the Bushes. You know what I'm saying? Like those family names are high, powerful family names, and they're gonna keep. You're gonna hear those names in politics for the rest of your life because. Those we like those families know they 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 run the country. You know what I'm saying? They're protected. You know, like you're you're, you're always gonna they're always gonna be on top. And uh, but going back to that, that's the problem. So the mafia was mad at the Kennedys because they built off of that, and then they were acting too good, like how Donald Trump is trying to do now. Like Donald Trump's trying to do the same thing with his kids, push them into politics and shit like that. Like make his name like how Kennedy did, so he has like a little say so on the table. You know what I'm saying? That's how it is. It's a, fa- it's, a fa- it's a family thing. All families has a name, and you know everybody has to say on the table. The guys with the pockets decide what the guys with the with the politics do, and that's it. This right here is a report from the other day um, of what initially we were, su- were supposed to be talking about, but it's it seems like it's ultimately going to be about whether the United States is taking these people who are fighting for real key things and progress yeah it's it's it's, they're scared of of of, of, they're scared of people who have uprising of voice oh yeah that's what like like, i mean i'm sorry we love everybody who loves us but we don't love anybody who doesn't love us This week marks 56 years since civil rights activist Malcolm X was assassinated right here in New York City. For decades, there have been many questions around the circumstances of his death and whether the three men convicted of his murder were actually the people responsible. Well, at a news conference last Saturday, Malcolm X's daughter heard a letter for the very first time that they say is evidence that the NYPD and the FBI conspired to have their father assassinated. Now, this CBS is the same guy right here. Michelle Miller Hold explains on, go back. I'm not what fast this could mean the... for Malcolm X's legacy. To have I don't want to hear what she says. I believe it's this guy right here that um, does the Netflix series um, Who Killed Malcolm X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's on that series. Yeah, I've seen him. 
Well, that's okay, because I remember I've watched him in the press conference and he was saying how his father had written that letter back in like 2011. So he's been known about it. Ten years, for fuck's sake. Oh, man. It was my assignment to draw the two men into a felonious... Raymond Wood, who died... He wrote that letter while giving a speech. Hold up, if you want, I think I know a good uh, press conference video for free about the Negro. This was a good one, but I kind of skipped through it like a civil rights to the level of human rights. On February 21st, 1965, he was assassinated while giving a speech at the Audubon Ballroom in Harlem. Now, 56 years later, Autobahn. a letter given to Malcolm X's daughters could hold proof the NYPD and the FBI conspired to have him killed. I am graphic that I am able so to share this truth with the world today. Reginald Wood reads the words of his cousin, former undercover cop Raymond Wood, who died in November. He wrote that letter in 2011 to be released upon his death. It was my assignment to draw the two men into a felonious federal crime so that they could be arrested by the FBI. Those men were members of Malcolm X's security detail and were arrested days before his assassination. There was no security to prevent the gunmen from coming into the building. Three members of the Nation of Islam were convicted. Now, this man right here, um, he admitted to the killing. He was one of the gunmen. He's, he's the one that states that there were five people. But these two young men here, he always, he always stated that they were innocent. And they always stated that they were innocent. But ironically... And these, not, are, these are the shooters of Malcolm we're talking about. The, the question... The, the question the, uh, alleged. Alleged shooters. Yes, the alleged shooters, but convicted. Convicted shooters. Um, but I believe the gentleman over here on the far left, yeah, um, he was he was out of jail, and these two men died in jail. Yeah, and uh, but uh, also going to that, like he, uh, they were also saying, like how he always said that those guys weren't part of the thing, like so the so then like after that happened, the the police force and the government wants to make themselves look good for the black community, making them seem like they solved the crime to their leader fast and stuff and that was able to like in, in a way they, they they like blindsided a lot of black leaders making themselves look good because they solved the crime so fast about their black leader and he used to preach all this stuff that they never used to take care of the black so and that that was like that's the, that's like their hypnosis on things you know what i'm saying if it doesn't have too much publicity on it they're not gonna yeah, so they spend it, so they went and used that, and oh, found justice. We, these are the guys who killed your leader. Da 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 da. da. Oh, the, the white people did, did this for the government, for the black people, and that made them supposedly look good, and that that's what happened. That's well, not, what, that's I don't remember if if in this newscast they acknowledge the fact that these two men were innocent. Let's find out. Of the murder, Malcolm's death never sat right with me. On the heels of the 2020 Netflix documentary, Who Killed Malcolm X? The Manhattan District Attorney's Office began a preliminary review last February. After the letter's release, it says their review remains active and ongoing. As for the NYPD and the FBI, they say they have turned over all their relevant records to the DA and will cooperate. For CBS This Morning, 
Michelle Miller, New York. First right. on this CBS. is um, Malcolm's daughter oh. here. This morning, Malcolm X's daughter, that's Ilyasa Shabazz. And they were just touching on that, too. I honestly don't know how much of this news clip I can play without Excuse me. being sued. So I'm going to. I mean, it. it's news, so you can't be shoot, uh, sued for showing a news clip. It's public access. Well, I'm also uh, putting it on, on my, my media. I think you just got to put recognition. Some other, some, some content I don't own copyright, so I think you just have to put that. Yeah, on you just got to say that. Make sure, make sure, so. make sure that it's that some other stuff you're presenting it is not you. You don't like, you know, it's not your. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Yeah, this is, yeah, it is. It's crazy, sunshine. It is. Don't worry about me eating your kisses. You're Stop. putting them on the table. I'm going to eat them. Stop eating my fucking kisses. <laughs> for a second there, for a second there, I was like eating her kisses. Is that why you're off camera? Save what that for later. <laughs> well, I'm actually, I'm off camera because we're looking for stuff actively. Like I said, China's whole shit. Um, <laughs> eating kisses, shit. <laughs> Get well soon, China, because we're lost Stop. without you. We miss you, China. I miss you too, China, but I'm not lost. I'm not going to lie like these guys. You are lost. I appreciate you. You're lost more than anyone. But, oh, I, hope, I hope one day that we can... Uh, <laughs> I mean, I hope, I, I really I'm not going to say you're wrong. I'm hoping this year maybe we can all actually uh, we can all meet up and have like a live podcast all together at the same time. Well, by the time all of this happens, I will officially have the break room up and running. Okay. So full size bar and all. I mean, okay. it'll it'll all be contingent on on my school schedule, but I agree. No, but like you know, like year, we'll, so. we'll, we'll we'll make that spe- we'll make that episode special because it will be like the first time we're all because I know you, Jason, but I don't know Tully in person or China in person, so. I'm not even this light skin. I'm dark as shit. Anybody ever called you that before? That's kind of cool nickname. Tully. Thought about that. That's hot. Tully. Tully. Oh, Tully. 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 Like telemetry. (laughs) Ah, Donna. Donna said you're lost with your without your wife. (laughs) If you had said that two years ago, Donna, I would have. I would have an agreement with you. Uh-uh. <laughs> Don't worry, you junkers. We're here. Enjoy yeah, it. I hope everybody out there is having a safe weekend with their families. Oh. See, who's who in the world? In, I forgot. Listen, you, my, my, my dear friend, are on duty right now. All right? You're not the one here sipping the Sugar Works Distillery, Toasted Coconut Turnbull Bay Rum, at all. Okay? And you sound like you are. Okay? He's over there getting that bag. That's right. Making them keyboard that sounds yeah, Each clip is that. 10 cents, bro. Yeah. Getting yeah. that trust fund, getting that trust fund for the Doge. Yeah, that was a dollar right there, baby. <laughs> getting, that Doge, getting, that, getting that Doge fund, getting that Doge fund ready. That's right. I just earned five coins. What did you do today? Exactly. Look at that. 
I bought a car. Oh, where are you got a oh car? Oh my god, hey. Jason, if you're just gonna flex, do it outright. Don't make us look like we're gonna look good. Oh, so it's I just talked about Dogecoin. It's, it's a shitty <laughs> it's a shitty used car, but what know, kind of car? It's a car that that's like thousands of Dogecoin. <laughs> <laughs> Been trying to make moves, you know? Not just Not with man, the podcast, trying to get sponsors. So you're saying yeah. what did I do today? I didn't just buy Dogecoin. Mm, well, did, you buy did you buy some earth? Yeah, did you get some new cologne, bro? I'm wearing some Chanel right now. Oh, but I need I need to send you some money so you can buy me some cologne and ship it to me. No, I can you you tell me what you need. I can give you recommendations out the ass. You gotta have a a, a fragrance uh discounter near you. Yep. And if not online, like I can send oh, listen, you in the right direction. Listen, I, I trust your judgment. I see you got a whole collection. I'll just send you a couple of dollars. You send Oh, you're you're a cologne guy too, uh to, well, to, well, you're a cologne guy. I'm a cologne guy too. I am. I'm currently wearing Chanel uh Allure Sport Chrome. I just got a, I got the Versace. It came with a it came with a book bag. For the blue Versace, I got that. I got Gucci Guilty, and I got one that that like my mom and my sister. It's called Zaro Chrome. I don't know if you heard of that one. Yep, Zaro Chrome. Oh my God, that that cologne is is the the like. Bizarro uh, Wanted Night is also supposed to be a really good knockoff yeah, of like I, I, a four hundred dollar niche my mom, brand. My mom, my mom, that's what my mom does. My mom does that down in the yard. She sells perfumes and shit. So I know a lot about colognes and shit. Like she's the one that like got me into that shit. Since I'm a kid, I've always had like a little. The first cologne that she got me was an iceberg. Remember the iceberg with the twist top? It was like mm. a top of lock. It was an iceberg. I actually started doing uh colognes like really the last two, three years, but really heavily the it last a, year. It was iceberg. It was iceberg and uh the Bora Bora. That was one of those those are the ones that I used to wear a lot, Bora Bora. And the curve this you know, war. Every, everybody had a curve, you know what I'm saying? Everybody had a curve starting up. The black the curve black and the curve um shout out to Bod Black, by the way. That was a word. solid ass smell. Word. Word. But, I love but yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I've gotten kind of bougie with my smells. It's got to smell Mom, good, but it doesn't have to be expensive. But most of my shit is sixty to hundred dollars. But remember, colognes are also worn for occasion. If you're going to a club, wear a strong one. If you're going to like in the morning, you gotta wear something a little light. Oh, I I, I got a whole wide breadth of it. I got that Victor and Rolf spice bomb. I got Dior Fahrenheit. I've got Armani Code Profumo. I've got some Tony Bahamas. I got, the, Bahamas, I got, the I got Prada. I got Chanel. I got Yves Saint Laurent. I'm all over the place, bro. I got Mugler. That's what's up. I got, I got, I got like six colognes right now. Like, I got like six. I don't, I'm like at six. I got I the, from my collections like worth over a G. I got the Guilty. I got the Guilty. I got the Guilty, the Versace, the Chanel Savage, the Azaro. I have the one million. Oh, sorry for delay that. No problem. problem. I figured it was probably something. Thank you, sir. Enjoy. Enjoy. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Huh? And if you want, you you're in trouble. I come from the kitchen. Oh, I hope he's not in trouble. No, he's not in trouble. Oh. He's going to break. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, thought, I thought you were in trouble for a second. He thought you just got arrested. Oh, come on. Nah, bro, that's a kid. Nah, that, 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 yo, that dude came behind you like a cop. Like, hey, bro, bro, bro. Uh, Technically, he is. <laughs> oh, you're a cop. Oh, you're uh, a security guard. 
like what what I do is under security. So like we work with them and they break us up. Oh, okay. All right. Now, let me tell you. Let me show you some real fat boy shit real quick. Let me see. Right, take fat it. boy. Right, take it. Chew it up a little bit. Then you take the pina colada we just made. Right. Oh my god. We take a step. That probably would be good with some recent pieces if you did that. Mmm. 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 It's like a chocolate pina colada. <laughs> oh man, my man Jay lit. Man, I'm gonna see if I order me a sugar works this week. I'm gonna see if I get me a bottle of that. And I told you, open up a cash app, please, so I can get a t-shirt. Yeah, no, I got you. I really you want to t shirt. I'm I'm like making the website so you could everybody could just start sending their orders to the website. But Word. you could just sell me. I'll send you the information after. Mm-hmm. All right. Like, I don't really like Cash App is a lot easier for me. Like, you know, that's why I have. I think Jasmine got a Cash App. I do. Well, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, well, 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 How much are the shirts? We'll exchange that info It's 25. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, I want to get it like, I want to get like at least two. Yeah, just let me know which ones you want. I got the the break room. Yeah, I want that. I want that because I'm part of the break room. Yeah, I like that one. We're gonna get some new ones too. So what do y'all think, man? I just kind of want to flex real quick. We got the dope ass hand dryers here. Ooh, the Tyson air dryers, huh? Yeah. I actually want to buy me one of the fans, man. Stop putting your dick in the hand blower, Tyler. Huh? Stop putting your dick in the hand blower. No. It's not big enough. Be quiet. What was that right. actually? If, if, you, if your shirt ever gets wet or something, then dry them too. That's going to dry it quick. <laughs> Yo, these hand blades are dope, though. They really do dry your hands perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well... Now the now the jungles can enjoy the uh, uh, bathroom in the uh, bathroom break. You just heard Tylen blow himself. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> so I do. I, I I do think I don't. I don't know. They say the Honorable Elijah Muhammad had nothing to do with the assassination of Malcolm X. Some say he did. Some say he didn't. But with all of it, So it, it appears that my boy is about to uh, join us. Um, I guess the fight's over, which I'm guessing Canelo must have just... Uh, was it, was, yeah, it was a boxing match, right? It was like, I think there's like two fights. He, all right, so yeah, there were. The main ticket was Canelo, though. Don't drink, don't drink. Canelo probably won. Stop it. I like Canelo. We can ask him when he gets up here. Don't drink when I drink. I think my dad's related to him. He's fighting no. like Ibrahim or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm very eager. I think that's my dad's cousin or some shit. What? 
Cotto. Through Cotto? Yeah, he was the only one that had me where to be, bro. He just fucked up after the fifth round. It was a good fight. You know, he had him the first five rounds. Cotto had him. He just started. He just fucked up. Like, Mayweather, his defense stepped up in the fifth round. That's it. But like 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 Cotto had him. I, I was like I was scared. I was gonna I thought I was gonna lose my money. No, are you crazy? Yeah, you I won my money. I mean, never bet against Mayweather because then of you course lose. not. <laughs> you know how much money I, you know I have, the last time when Mayweather Mayweather, he's, he's the king of the. Yo, the last time I, I the last time I, Canelo when Canelo fought Mayweather. I won a thousand bucks off of like three Mexicans. Yes, yeah. he is king of the shoulder lean. Yeah, we no. know. Of Canada course, the king of the lean. Cousin, stupid. Who? Canelo? God. <laughs> I don't know. Canelo's that dude, man. I like Canelo. He's all right. Andre, how you doing, my brother? What's up? How you doing? <laughs> Excuse me for the tongue tie. Hey, are... how you doing, buddy? Sponsored this week, the uh, Sugar Works Distillery. <laughs> We've been sipping a little bit. Mm-hmm. Sipping the uh, toasted coconut and a pina colada, 80 proof. I'm just over here baking it up, you know what I'm saying, with the natural leaf. Having a nice little blizzy. How was the fight? I didn't even watch it. Oh really? Who won? Did they did the Canelo win or anything? Yeah, like Canelo. That? Canelo just won. Of course he did. Four round TKO. It was Ooh. it was one of those fights you probably shouldn't have paid to watch or cared to watch in the first place. It was a waste. Right, it was like how the Tyson fights were back in the day. Yeah, my fucking. I remember my dad did a whole big party right for Tyson. This is funny. It's a really funny story because he was talking about it the other day. So my uncles, his friends from work came over. Everybody came over. So you know, back in the day, our pay per view was like almost eighty bucks, especially for Tyson. So Tyson starts, fucking ends the fight in fucking eight seconds. My dad is like, "Fuck, what the fuck is this?" But yo, my dad was so pissed because he spent eighty dollars on the on the pay per view for for fucking eight seconds for Mike Tyson, and he was pissed. He was so pissed. It was like it was one of the funniest stories. Like I, I always remember that. Like I like I the only time I got my money's worth on a pay per view that I paid for was the Brock Lesnar and UFC against Frank Mir. That's the only time that I got my money's worth. That's it. Other than that, there hasn't been no boxing or UFC lately that's caught my attention like that. Yeah, and people don't pay for shit now. It's 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 not. It's, I won't say it's a waste of money. Because it's you know if you if you feel like paying for something go ahead and do it but with all these streaming sites and everything you might as well oh yeah yeah I got I got I got I got the sites you can ask Jason I got the sites for everything I find a way to watch we're not promoting pirating all right no we're not promoting (laughs) (laughs) I'm not trying to get sued no 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 we're not promoting pirating hey what up bro my bad I uh, I pay I pay for my streaming services for certain places. I watch WWE Network for my pay-per-views. All of them? Well, yeah, most of them. I don't know how I'm going to do a WrestleMania. I'm going to have to do a Peacock for like a month. Just got to find somebody who gets a free trial. They're always doing that shit. No, I'll do a free trial. I'll do a free trial for Mania. 
Colin, you want to give Andre a little recap about what we were just talking about? I am in no uh, shape. Sure, I can, I can give him a little bit of an idea. Oh, yeah. You, you, <laughs> so, Jason Hammer. Uh, a little yeah. bit. A little so, bit what we did was uh, we just kind of did, like, a little quick bio- biography about, like, Malcolm, where he came from, and just, like, what he was doing, a little bit how he changed, how he started uh, more militant, and then he had went over to, uh, excuse me, he went to uh, Mecca. And then after you came back, he had changed his name and changed his position a bit. And then we also commented on the little bit of that we knew about conspiracies going on there in relation to Malcolm, in relation to his alleged killers, a little bit of uh, MLK, a little bit of uh, Robert Kennedy. It just kind of ended up on how the government's clearly killing motherfuckers that are progressive um, and like for justice in some aspect. And even though it's right in our faces, we still just like, ah, it's conspiracy, whatever. And then somebody gets out or dies and there's a letter release saying, yeah, no, they did that shit. And then we got back to a Sugar Works uh, advertisement and then we got a little bit off trail and now we're here. So, welcome. Welcome to the break room, bro. It's been a while yeah. trying to get you up here. Yeah, um, yeah, like, it's funny how you talk about people saying conspiracies or this or that and there's <laughs> There's like a there's a video of Malcolm saying how the the nation of Islam sent people to try to kill him, mm-hmm. like they threw the Molotov through his window, uh, or how the he had uh, somebody uh to try to come bomb his car, and he catches the dude in the act of setting up the car bomb, and he talks to he talks him out of it, and that and he explains why he has this issue with the nation, and people will still be like, oh no, nah, the nation didn't kill him, and it's like. No, it's it's very possible. Like it's not. It's, I don't think it's a debate. But we also talked about that too, about how um, he got to a point where the nation was feeling uh, threatened by the power that he was gaining, and the fact that he didn't have the same views as they did. And I think it was Jason, or maybe Chance, that was talking about how. Uh, I think it was Chance who was talking about how Louis Farrakhan only talks about the more militant, older Malcolm, not the newer Malcolm before he passed. Yeah, uh, Malcolm got he got a little too big, a little too popular. So they told him he couldn't speak, and they had to show the nation of Islam did. Yeah, that's wild. You're doing too good a job, so shut the fuck up, please. Like that's well, sus. That's sus like, as hell. It's not. It's not. He was doing too good of a job. It was because he wasn't. He wasn't the leader of the nation of Islam, but he was the the most important face in the nation of Islam. And it's just natural for people to have jealousy. What would you say? He's the poster boy. Yeah, like he is. He's the he was the face. Even think about it. He's been dead for what sixty years now, and he's still the face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the only close second would be would be uh, MLK, and but even at the same time, they are two totally different people who did different things. And we're coming yeah, but Martin Luther King wasn't Muslim. No, that's what I'm saying. Like they were doing like for justice and civil rights, but their angles were so different that, like, it's, it, I don't know. It like Malcolm, I feel like was probably on a more, uh, I don't want to say successful, but like, he was on a path to where he would definitely have gotten shit done just because he was younger. He had been all around so much, and he was trying. Like he had come back around from the idea of like segregation is key to I understand where desegregation is coming from. But again, 
I'm speaking like a fucking like you know a greenhorn here. I don't really know a whole lot of shit, but from the observations I had, Martin was peaceful from the get go. Malcolm got there, but it doesn't seem like Malcolm on the low was like <laughs> like grimy or anything like that. But there seems like there might be a little bit of grimy things going on with MLK in the background. Not that that matters, but like just talk about differences of character and like who they were. Like they're very different, yeah, influential black people. Yeah, but but that that's what like like what I, what, the, what the opinion that I was saying earlier, like um he preached one thing, uh like you no know, more more militant, and then you know he softened up, and a lot of people felt some type of way like yo why are you pulling back now, after he was like, you know stepping like you know hard, you know what I'm saying? Because people attract to being more more violent and more vocal than yeah, being more I, people. I, don't think, I really don't think he slowed up. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, he did. Malcolm. Yeah, yeah, because he was more aggressive and more. He was. He had a more violent approach, but then he he toned it down and he went more softer. And I know. I see. You can see it in it. Like even when you read the books, you can see it in the books. He's he's slowing the tone down. But as you can see from the quote below, he states it himself. He's he only needs to get that way for the people that get that way with him. He doesn't always need to be that way. It doesn't need to always be a, a fight for for something. They, uh, I don't know. Him. I don't know if this is the case. You might know Dre. Um, I hadn't really thought about it, but because of that position, was he tied at all to the Black Panthers like that or not? Malcolm. Mm-hmm. What do you, What do you mean? Was he tied to the Panthers? Like was he? Like because how the Panthers they had that. The same idea, like, we got AKs and shit, and, like, we're ready to go to war, but we're not trying to go to war, but we'll let you know that we're strapped. I mean, not. I mean, I'm sure Malcolm had some ties and was cool with Panthers, but the nation has their own thing, so he's not going to be doing it like they that. their own army. Yeah. But, I mean, like, well, I mean, in the sense of, like, uh, I guess alliance because there's both pushing for black justice kinds of thing. Cause I know that the Panthers weren't uh, Islamic and that's kind of a big, big position on that on why I wouldn't imagine them to be allies, but in like brothers in arms kind of a thing, like did you, did he ever have like associations like that? Or was he really just not like, did he not even touch that topic? Cause it almost seems like whenever Malcolm, uh, Martin Luther and the black Panthers are all talked about, they're talked about separately even though they had the same core focus going on from different angles. You know what I mean? I see what you're saying. Um, and they're, they're talked about separately because they're all part of different organizations. So they might have some overlapping far as far as ideologies go, but it's like, it's a, it's a completely different thought process on how the nation is going to do things or the SCLC is going to do things versus the Panthers. So like, yeah, that, go go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I was gonna, like, that's what I'm wondering. Like, because of the fact that they had their own opinions and stuff like that, like, it it seems like either they would be brothers at arms because if they share a say a similar core belief, or they would be somewhat at odds just because of the fact that yeah. they <laughs> don't have the same beliefs. So like, there's never any like at least that I don't know of. There's not a lot of history of contention. But there's not a lot of history of unity there either. So I just I yeah, but curious it's if you had heard or anything. It's mainly due to the fact that it was happening so rapidly back then. Yeah. 
I feel like we just have different approaches. Own building blocks to their own story. Yeah, I feel like it's just different. They had they, they all had a different approach to how they wanted black justice for me. That's how I feel like they all had their own encounters. Now yeah, everybody, yeah, everybody's encounter was ultimately the same in certain aspects, but they all they all experienced it differently. You know what I mean? Do do I make sense with, with what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I I hear what you're saying. I feel you. I, I've never actually thought about this myself, so like, I'm that's why I'm. It's all it happening because... at the same time. Yeah. I, I, again, though, but that also still like it begs the question to me. It's like, well, like th- it begs the question to me because with each one of those, there's conspiracy involved, true conspiracy. Oh yeah. With the FBI and with the white man and all that, so it's like, as much as they're oh, either at odds or at contention. I wonder if there just wasn't things that are just like, now nah, we're going to make sure that shit does not happen because if they link up in unity, then we're fucked. Now, granted, I understand it was different timelines and stuff like that, but you you do things like that to seed an idea and keep it going, even if it evolves. So, you know, I, I, I wonder what kind of documents might come to fruition over the next 10 years, you know? There's just always kinds are going to be coming out of stuff like that. Like, there's always going to be people creating a story and and that's like the whole thing with it you know like we, we follow one story for so long and then as adults we're we're we're, we're told that it's a it's a totally different you know what i'm saying yeah, look at Christopher and, Columbus. And, that, and that and yeah and, and it sucks that that why can't we just be fed what what we had to learn now as adults young you know what i'm saying why can't we just know like that from the from the beginning and and yeah. um and that, they that, have to and keep that, us in order, bro. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. Of course. And, and and going and going back to the, the part where where people were white people don't mention Malcolm the people white people don't don't mention Malcolm X because Malcolm X isn't fed to us on TV how Martin Luther King is fed to us on TV. Oh, that's what nobody is a perfectly good reason why, for that. that. That's why <laughs> that's why Malcolm X is not. That's why Malcolm X is not praised because the the new the like they don't they don't they don't put the person who, who caused controversy they put the person who wanted a little less and was a little more quieter and Martin Luther King was more of a peaceful man and he had a peaceful more of approach to things than how Malcolm X was like you know Malcolm X you know his yet, yet, were more and yet he was still set up and killed by the same people yeah yeah, yeah of course oh. because he had he had that ins- he had like that inspiration just like you know with the thing with Tupac you know people. A lot of people fuck with Tupac because they they felt like he had like a ideology of what Malcolm X was saying through his songs. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people think the government killed Tupac too. Yeah, of like how he was. And you know like and 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 you know and but but going but keep yeah. going with Malcolm X. That's why the reason we not praise him because he's not fed to us on on TV. We see so much stuff about Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King. There's not a I, I like I know I know I hear that people celebrate a, a Malcolm X Day, but it's not put on TV. I don't see that on my calendar. Like, oh, Malcolm X Day! I don't see that on my calendar. Like how Martin Luther King is, I don't, you know, and and that's why people don't praise Malcolm X. But in a way, Malcolm X kind of said things that Martin Luther King should have said. School on Martin Luther King Day, the home on that day. Yeah, that's wild. There's a Martin Luther King Jr. Day, no Malcolm X Day. Yeah, just put him in a just put him in February yeah. with everybody else. That's, what, that's exactly he's what I'm known saying. as a rat. People don't know about Malcolm X because he's not fed to us. 
Malcolm was radical, though. Like, yeah. it, it makes perfectly good sense for Malcolm X to not have a national holiday when you think about yeah. what he said in this country. Like, I understand, why, I understand why he wouldn't have a holiday. And a lot of states don't like the fact that we have a, a Martin Luther King Jr. Day. No, yeah, there's a lot of... Yeah, which of is course, wild. <laughs> yeah, which there's is plenty wild. Of states, there's plenty of states that voted against this when they got passed in legislation. They were like... Yeah, like... like we don't want to... Wow, like, are you... Thing. And, 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 and that's, and that's what you're man. Named uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Like I'm not trying to com- like I'm not trying to compare like any I'm not gonna make it like a comparison but towards it the thing is with Malcolm X a lot of black people when I hear like you know a lot of my black friends and my my black my friends parents you know that grew up in that era they tell me like people drew to Malcolm X because he would say what like what was real black pain going on through prison and stuff like that yeah and, but it comes down to what I said before it. It's all in perspective because yeah, yeah, you know, no, no, but, but, Martin had his followers too, and it was more of a Christian-based following. No, yeah, yeah, but but, but people, yeah, but a lot of black people say they've even said it that they love Martin Luther King, but in a way, there were things that Mal, that that Martin Luther King also sometimes held back from saying because he didn't want to cause controversy or or maybe radicalism, as they say, and Malcolm X would say that. You know what I'm saying? He would bring that. That part of like, like that that he will he he will he will try to get to people with that part like that anger part that will, why they did that to you like that's fucked up that they shouldn't be doing that to you and and you know he that's and 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 that's what Mal- Malcolm X he says more things that that are more in detail than Martin Luther King did Martin Luther King was just looking for peace you know what I'm saying what, he just what? wanted peace he just wanted Weren't peace they actually like- at odds because of that I could have sworn I read somewhere heard somewhere at one point that they kind of didn't like each other because of that. But I, I might be bullshitting that. That's that might be the internet right there. I think they had they just had disagreements, but I, I, I they were just they both had just different approaches on how they were going with it. Now I'm I'm pretty sure uh, Martin felt some kind of way about Malcolm calling him my Uncle Tom and things like that. Yeah, I thought he did say shit like that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so there yeah. was a little bit of like controversy that went on, but like that's still not a lot. Yeah. But you I mean, but you realize Malcolm X recognizes Dr. King though. He right, he gives him his respect though. I like, I like, if you notice, like, he gives him his respect after, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it, that's when, like, you know, Ma- Malcolm X calmed his tone down a little bit with shit. You know, he got a little more peaceful. Like, and and that's where I felt like his that was his downfall, you feel me? Like, he had a more certain approach, and people thought his weakness after he changed up, and they got mad over it. Was it Malcolm that got assassinated first? Yeah. No, no, no. Pa- Ma- Ma- Dr. King got assassinated first. I think it was Malcolm. I th- no. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was. Uh, how, how far apart were the assassinations? That, it wasn't. It, wasn't it, was, it wasn't that far apart. I think they were like ten, twelve years apart. I no. think one was in the sixties, one was in the eighties. No, it, it, it both were. They might have been like a year or two oh. apart. Like, I think King died in sixty. I think he died like in sixty-eight. Yeah, Malcolm, let's, Malcolm, let's use the Malcolm internet unlike many fellows. Malcolm okay, died February 21st, 1965. And Dr. King? I'll tell you right now. He probably died, was it 64? 68? Yeah, see, so Malcolm. Hold on, let me, let me get that. 
1968. April 4th, 1968. So yeah, see, Malcolm died first. And let's let's point this out. Malcolm was shot to death. Martin Luther was smothered to death in his hospital bed. Yes, yeah, he did get shot, but he lived. Yeah, he lived, but he 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 got killed in the hospital. Which it's wild that like so much of MLK is out there. We got a fucking holiday, but you tell people that they're like, huh? And MLK then they're like, no, that's not true. And then you show them pictures of him in the hospital alive. MLK is on like, an uh, NBA jersey. Like he's on a jersey of the Atlanta Hawks permanently. Like everybody knows who's gonna be MLK forever. Like you know, his legacy. Yeah. Yeah. Do y'all ever think there'll be somebody as big as Malcolm or uh, MLK? Um. Uh, right now, a person. Do you think there ever could be, for that matter? No. Uh, it's possible. There are people that I have hope. I'm not saying there are you talking about uh, Jesse and Al and those those they 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 tried to get to that level of, of fame and notoriety, but they'll they'll never be able to do it. I feel like there's some yeah. there's some I feel like there's somebody up and coming soon. I feel like there'll be somebody out there soon that that's gonna make that that real shockwave of like. Never, but, never but, we'll all, but we'll all be able to see through it. We'll all be able to see that whoever they put out there in front of us that they're being propped up and it's not real. So. For as much that's as that's what I, I feel about Obama. Well, 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 not for nothing. A yeah, lot of Obama shit now. <laughs> a lot of a lot, a lot of shit now. You feel me? A lot of people are trying to be more original than ever because of the whole social media thing. So now you feel me? Yeah, but social media is all a facade anyway. Everybody's all fake on social media. All of it. Yeah, okay, yeah, everybody's all fake, but yeah, but now it's easy for you to discover what your backstory is. You feel me? A lot of people find out a lot of shit about you now through social media that you did that they did not even yeah, but think nobody about. Nobody gives a fuck about that because if people gave a fuck about that, Amber Heard wouldn't have a job right now. Well, and they give a fuck about it when you're really uh, when you're really really relevant. They do. They really give a fuck about it. And that's, yeah. you know, that's the problem, though. <laughs> when, you're, when, you're, when you're relevant, when you're really relevant, they do give a fuck about it. It's all about oh. perspective, like I just said, because Amber Heard fucked up Johnny Depp and she got fucking millions. Shia LaBeouf supposedly did some stuff to these women. I'm just saying supposedly because I don't know for sure if he did it. Let's, let's pick a better it. guarantee, Marilyn Manson. But he got more backlash than Amber Heard is getting. Is it? It's, it's like a it's a double standard. You can't. The people. It's all about perspective, man. And it I, sucks. I, I agree because, like, you talking about that makes me think about how Marilyn Manson popped up in the news out of nowhere. Then motherfucker didn't make no music for a minute. He apparently released an album last year, and now this year, he's getting allegations of all this abuse and like all the all this stuff like that. And it's like. I'm not saying this is okay, and I'm not saying that these people aren't victims, but, like, this is Marilyn Manson. The man has pentagrams. He's clearly, like, a this Satanist a person. And, like, like, I'm not saying, like, what do you expect? But at the same time, why are you surprised when this is what the person is repping? But because he's so famous, everybody's like, no, 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 no. This is the most worst thing. It's like, yeah, but, like, it's weird because if you're not popular and you do all that shit, ain't nobody going to come for your ass, like you're saying, Jason. But if you're popular enough and you do some fucked up shit and people get whiff of it on the internet, they're going to come for your ass because they got nothing else better to do. Because if it was all legitimate, that whole shit with Kevin Hart wouldn't have happened. 
motherfuckers came for him over tweets from over a decade ago. And I read those tweets. And yes, they are vitriolic and they can be hurtful. However, that was 10 fucking years ago. (laughs) They're just. I mean, like, they can be hurtful, but like, you could just not read it. You could ignore the motherfucker. And that was 10 years ago. The man has grown. But he's going to cancel his life now. He's also a comedian. And everything that a comedian does in, in the eye of social media or in the limelight should be taken as a joke. And it's yeah, not, if it's not good. It is, like, it, even if I it's mean, not good. Whether it's a good or a bad joke, it really doesn't matter. You, you, you gotta respect nope. the intent of, of, a, of a joke in comedy. Yeah, like when he called his daughter a hoe, the backlash he got for that too. Wait, what'd, what'd you say? <laughs> like when he called his daughter a hoe on the Netflix special, they got pissed off. You know what I'm saying? His daughter is showing whole tendencies. He is the father, <laughs> so he should be able to specify that his daughter is showing whole tendencies. I, I, I point that shit, but shit, I got a daughter, son, and I'm and shit, and I'm scared as fuck. And if I, I see three of them, hey, that's but that's a legit thing to say because when I hear that, I think about Ti. Yeah, how Ti was going to the gynecologist, and everybody got mad. They were like, "Oh, he's so he's so invasive." But it's like, if Ti didn't do that, and his daughter gets pregnant at sixteen, what would people say? People gonna be like, "Oh, Ti." Yeah, they're gonna say you let your you let your daughter run the street. You let her do whatever she wanted to. And it's like your people people got opinions on how you should raise your kids, but they're not gonna pay anything for that child. Yeah, yeah, but 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 then they be shows that they look at teen and pregnant make it. And yeah. you being 16 and pregnant makes you cool. Because look at those girls that are 16 and pregnant. They got pregnant at 16, and look where they at now. They all own a decent house, have a little mortgage. So now it makes it cool for parents to do that shit. You know what I'm saying? And then parents enable their kids, like, 16 years old, and they have a kid, and then their parent has to end up raising that extra kid. You know what I'm saying? And it, 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 it's... it's, it's so why patients huh? have a little bit of hair on somewhere on your face on your head. Oh, that's how cold it was. Like they make that they make that <laughs> seem like it's cool, like it's normal. Hey, okay. Oh my my kid had oh my daughter had a kid at sixteen. It's all right. Oh, it's fine. We'll be there for you. Just cool. where you gonna be there? You know? I will whip your ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're gonna be that like you know we gotta we gotta as a as a as a dad like what I realized. What I had to do is I had to be real at all the expectations and stories that I've heard that happen to women and look at it that 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 could be my daughter, too. You know what I'm saying? God forbid that I, maybe I hope never it happens to her, but shit like that could happen. You know what I'm saying? And that's how that's how I've been able to learn to have a little more respect for women ever since I had my daughter. You know what I'm saying? Like. You know the stories and even things that I've done. You should have had a little bit more respect for women before. No, of course, no, of course, I've always had respect for women, but you, I gained a more respect, and you know, I, I, I cherish them more because, you know, like I have a daughter now. You know what I'm saying? Like shit, like shit that that happened to a girl that I know could happen to my daughter. You know what I'm saying? God forbid. And that's what you gotta like. You know, you gotta look at shit like that. Like it could be your kid. And if you don't look at things like that. That right. makes you really ignorant. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, okay. <laughs> here comes the voices. Uh-huh. Was, it, was that Mario? No, that was Mickey. The Mickey voices. It's a traditional thing, though. It always happens. 
Where you from? Where you live, bro? I live in I live in uh, Washington right now. Oh, Washington, what? The DC or the state? Oh no, Seattle. 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 Oh, you all the way, all the way north, north. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. I'll be wide, like I'll be I'll be uh, wanting to get on the Amtrak train and, and take the ride all the way over there from Chicago and just check it out. It's, it's, nice, it's nice out here. Yeah, like, yeah. My 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 girlfriend is obsessed with, with Washington. She, she's like she wants to like move out there so bad. Like she's like she's like it's like a nerd town. That's what she said. Uh yeah, yeah. I guess. I mean that's where, that's where Bill Gates is at. That's that's a nerd town. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but he's 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 a lot a lot of businesses and everything like that started here. A lot of tech startups, so I get why people would like to be here. Great. I heard it's really nice over there. I heard the fucking they got a lot of little good ecosystem and shit. Yeah, and it doesn't it doesn't rain as much as people try to uh try to make That's it seem. Yeah. The weather's starting to get nice again. I prefer it than living back on the east coast when you gotta worry about snow. It doesn't snow that much out here. Ah, oh, I'm surprised because you guys are like right next to Canada. I don't miss it. I hear that it snows a lot over there. Like on the north side. It rains. I heard I heard I heard it snows a lot over there in Washington State on the north side. Oh yeah, once you get past the mountains, I live near the water, so I don't really worry about it, but certain parts it does snow. It fucking rains a lot in Florida, I'll tell you that. I'd rather that than the snow. Hey man, it's just like we got hard this this winter. I hate snow. You got smacked this winter. Yeah, but y'all didn't get hit as hard as y'all did a few years back. Nah, they not nah, for nothing. Like the fucking that shit was what? A, what it was like twelve feet of snow? It was a nah, that fucking crazy. The house. Oh yeah, that one. No, but this one, man, we had like almost like a, I had like yo, it was like halfway my door up, man. That was like a good four feet, four or five feet. Like we, and you want me to see what happened? We got. Well, remember to what really happened? We got three feet and then we got four feet right off. Colin, are you taking a shit? What the fuck came out your what? ass? Colin? No, I was. Oh. Relax. What is happening? Oh. I don't know why for a second there it sounded like you took a shit and then it sounded like you was fucking a transformer. What? What person taking a shit sounds like they're using a jackhammer? Huh? First of all, that's not that's healthy. Just that. Yeah, that's all. That's, that's, that's not right. right. That's all we heard. Y'all messed up. And then, and then the transformer after that that was weird. Transformer took a shit in your cup, <laughs> and he's still gonna drink it. Yes. That's disgusting. <laughs> hey, that's a that's a energon coffee. So Dre, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, man? Thank you, sir. Anything exciting happen? Uh, no. no, I'm good. Uh, well, you talking about like recently? You know, I'm pretty sure Bundy told you being out the Navy. It's funny. It's funny to hear people call him Tallin. Like I, I don't know. I just never did that. It's funny that you just called him Bundy. That's no? his last name. Oh well, for me that's like, funny. Like <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I you could he'll tell you sometimes I call him Tallin, but for as long as I know him, I always call him Bundy. You used to live in Waterbury? Yeah, I did. Oh, I hated it there. Yeah. All right. Yeah, this is my boy Dre. I've known him since high school. Come on, school. man. I'm still this here in Waterbury. This is my nigga. Come on, don't say that. I'm still right, here in Waterbury. Waterbury ain't that bad. 
That's the dirty water. The dirty water. The dirty water. Where that's everybody that's tries it. to be something and not. It's the it. Yeah, but it's not really it's not really a, a, a positive place. It's like no. it's like it feels dark, you know it's, what I mean? <laughs> well, I mean it doesn't help when it's got like all this history and they're like, Yeah, let's just tear down all of our history and just put up bullshit. And then also we'll keep a well known prostitute hotel in business because fuck it, we're using it. We're the constituents. Like <laughs> And they still, they still haven't shut it down, man. Well, no prostitute hotel. Tyler didn't tell us he was in the Navy. No, or... I didn't know that. I, did not, I, I didn't tell you nothing about him, to be honest. Oh, okay. I used to play football with Drake. All right. Um, yeah, I've been out for a year now. And uh, for the last year, I've basically been working, you know, certain jobs here and there. Uh. Getting working a job like a regular nine to five job really sucks. Like I really don't <laughs> miss that. But I don't want to be in I didn't want to be in the Navy anymore. And um Well, thank you for your service. Yes, sir. I appreciate Invest that. Invest your money, brother. Invest your money. That's all you gotta do. Yeah. Um being in the Navy was cool though. Like I, I would never say I miss it because I, I just think about like certain things I don't have to do anymore. On a daily basis, like I don't have to wake up five o'clock in the morning and worry about being somewhere and doing this and doing that. Yeah, fuck early mornings, bro. <laughs> you know, I mean, after, after a while, fuck all like, y'all, right? Because I have to wake up at five in the morning to. Nah, I can't help it though. At this point, it's like my body's programmed to want to be up early, whether I have something to do or not. I mean, you went there for what? Four years? Five. Yeah, so like that's that's programming right there. Uh-huh. Yeah, like I basically you pro you get programmed as a to operate a certain way. It's hard to 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 not be like that, which I I actually appreciate. it's good to be like that though. It is like I I, I hate that I hate the the feeling of ha- like wasting a day not doing anything. Where it's like, damn, I couldn't imagine. I used, I remember I, I used to wake up at like you know noon or something when I, when you're in college and you could just bullshit but it's like damn you really wasted hours just sleeping in bed so I don't do that I, I won't lie I've been doing that the last week I'm probably gonna do that the next week but then I start thank school, you Donna so that won't be happening no more <laughs> I'm gonna be busy as fuck yeah I'll do that tomorrow because that's the only day it seems like who's I got, getting I get lit it. right now Jason us or you huh <laughs> me gonna take your wins and your losses bro words yeah. What is he? Which what is what is what is that you drinking? Well, oh, what a wonderful it. question, Dre. <laughs> I'm drinking Turnbull Bay toasted coconut flavored rum, and we mixed it with a whole jug of. Looks well, like first of all, let me. It it has a little bit of coconut milk in it. it has okay two things of coconut milk, a thing of coconut cream, and a big jug of pineapple juice. And we uh, this was a little full. That was at least half when we started. I can tell you that. <laughs> We're getting it in there. <laughs> but we also got the uh, spice rum on deck. Yes. So yeah, we they are uh, they are very kindly a sponsor of ours, and uh, nice. uh, Jason here has been so kind as to be tasting out there. Their various liquors, and then uh, also making some cocktails for the junkers out here. Yeah, We're getting a little, 
getting a little creative in this bitch. Uh, but hopefully, uh, I, I'll give myself a bottom like a month or so. I gotta, gotta chill. <laughs> no, we'll definitely get you a bottle. But Adre, are you busy next week? Uh, I don't. I'm not sure. I'm I'm starting my new job, but I should have some time to if you guys stream on next Saturday. Saturday. Oh, we're on every week, Saturday. Oh yeah, next I, I Saturday. Every Saturday, every Friday. Yeah. I don't know my schedule yet, but I'm down to. to uh, Not bad, guys. I don't know what's going on. Oh well, definitely because it's going to be a banger next week. We're going to have a uh, Mr. Norman Plotkin on. He was our guest last night. Oh, he's coming back. Oh, he's coming back. He's coming back to uh, read tarot cards, and he's coming back to. Oh, that's cool. Uh, penmanship. So if you know how to write in cursive. Any of you junkers know how to write in cursive? Any of you guys there know how to write in cursive? Right here. A little short paragraph. I grew up in the Send it to me by, the, by Friday, and I'll, I'll add it on to the show, and he'll be able to analyze it. In, in Dominican Republic, I'm forced to do that because that's how they write in DR, so I had to learn in high school, like, cursive well, quick. Little, that's, that sounds interesting that you're having somebody that does tarot cards and to see how we write in cursive because, like, I don't know. I, I've been learning a lot about how, like the the uh, the uh, the occultic symbolism in our language and and everything that we do. So it's like you writing and writing in cursive, and you curse people, and you you spell with language and shit like that. It's kind of it's kind of crazy. You should you should uh, DM me some of that shit, bro. <laughs> DM, DM you some of what? What you were just talking about. Oh yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know how much longer y'all gonna be streaming. If you, I'll, I'll talk to you about it, or we could talk about it. Next I mean, week. regardless of this show, send that shit to me. I, send, I'm send curious. You, <laughs> send you, oh, send you what we I. We are heard. gonna be streaming that? for this. Yeah. <laughs> so you could be on as many shows as you want. We will be streaming on multiple weekends across multiple years, hopefully, through the foreseeable future. For the foreseeable future, there'll be a show Friday and Saturday every week. So that's the plan. If it's always goes as what's scheduled, we already know that doesn't always happen. But we always pull it out and it's funny either way. So and we do plan to expand. More shows. If you are if you are curious about uh um I'm sorry, I forgot his name, Mr. Plotkin. Uh we did a uh, interview with him yesterday. Or rather, he kind of did the interview because Jason was feeling a little out of it and my groggy ass did not wake up very well. But we were like there and he was telling us everything that he did and like how he doesn't, how it's different and comes from a scientific point of view as opposed to quote unquote like a hippie position mm-hmm. and how he utilizes the science in his hypnotherapy and his uh, tarot usage and, and his uh, analyzation of uh, handwriting. So very, he's an interesting guy. We, we we've had somebody else kind of like that too, but they came from a different angle for their uh, their hypnotherapy. And he was very Marine. successful he as well. Talks, talks like we do, so it's gonna yeah. be a good show. Yeah, he's a he was a cool guy. He was chill. It's a short. It, uh, the Friday episodes too. Their interviews. They're not like we do it up here. We're way more loose up here. We just kind of go with the flow. But with the interviews, we try and make it about them and whatnot. So it's much shorter as well. So if you're curious before you hop on. Because honestly, sometimes we don't research until the day of. Uh, feel free to check it out. Yeah, I'll, I'll look into that. Yeah, man. So ultimately, what are your thoughts on the new Surface Letter? Do you think it was 
the three people that were convicted? Do you think it was really five people, one of whom being the gunman William Bradley, a.k.a. Mm -hmm. Al Al Mustafa Shabazz, or do you think it was all set up by the FBI and the NYPD? It was most... I mean, in my personal opinion, I'm pretty sure that the... You know the, the all the all these alphabetic or, or organizations are working together. So the NOI is working in in unison with NYPD and the FBI because the the government is like, all right, we want to get this. Uh, we want to what do they call? They say ex- to exterminate him or and get him out the picture, but they don't want to. They don't want to be the sole uh, point of blame. So they get who they can from these black organizations and to, to, to infiltrate them and set them up. It happens all the time. Anytime black people come up with an organization for the community, it gets infiltrated. I, like, I meant to ask if you guys watched the uh, Fred Hampton movie. I've seen half of it. Then I had I fell asleep because it's been a busy week for me. I Is that the, the new one that just came out on HBO? Yeah, yeah, black Messiah. yeah, yeah no, I haven't. I've been oh, seeing it everywhere, but on HBO, so I haven't seen it yet. Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. I heard it's really good. And the the, whole, the, the real the real concept that they that you know how you know how they like I I personally hate when they make these kinds of historical movies because they always leave a major point point of like a uh, uh, aspect out of it. Several and major, major one, right? So like they made an Abraham Lincoln movie where he needs a fucking vampire slayer in one, which is crazy. Then then they make a, a legitimate or they say a legitimate Lincoln movie. And it's like two and a half hours, and there's not yeah. any part of the movie where he's talking to Frederick Douglass about uh, abolitionism. Nor is there like, a part in the movie where he's slaying a vampire. And, and wait, in the in the legitimate Lincoln movie, yeah, it's, I, I remember Dan Day Lewis doing that. Scenes or something. I mean, at least throw a stake in it somewhere. <laughs> throw me an Easter he, egg. He's a he threw a stake into the heart of of racism at the end in a weird scene. <laughs> <laughs> More score and take this bitch. Um, I don't really know what he sounded like. But like in the in the uh, Fred Hampton movie, they don't really dig deep into J. Edgar Hoover too much, mm. right? And that's that they that that that's 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 the calculated. There's a reason why they're not gonna talk about J. Edgar Hoover as much as they should have. Mm-hmm. So because then people be like, huh? Because J. Edgar Hoover, his thing was to make sure that there's no black messiah that black society could like organically create. So he's like, whatever, whatever the main, the most important thing that we do with our, with the CIA and the FBI is to get somebody in black society to find out who are they trying to build up? Who are they trying to find in their communities that could actually uplift the people? And Fred Hampton was one of those people. And it's like, we got to get him out of here. And then, you know, the movie is a whole lot more than that. Um, It's, it's that kind of movie. Those movies frustrate me because it's like, damn, that shit really happened. All of those movies mm-hmm. frustrate me because the, the especially when they're done well, because then like people right? forget it's a lion. And then they're, they started yelling, the acting is yeah, my pocket, and I was like, fuck, that's a setup. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I I remember in the, the Malcolm X movie, how Dick Dick Gregory was saying how that was like the first time people saw Malcolm X. In his life before he got famous, or before he got mm-hmm. before he changed, so I don't. A lot of people don't know that him and Red Fox were really close friends, 
And they used I to man, they used to they used to be doing all their street business and hood shit together. And Red Fox That's was like hilarious. Just, just want, think about just think about those two doing street shit together. That's fuck, that'd be a Red TV Fox, show, bro. That's a that's, TV show. Look, I, would, I, I think about it like, man, I should probably write some shit like that. But <laughs> Red, Red Fox would say how when they would be, you know, doing doing whatever in the streets and they would be chilling, Malcolm was so militant even with that. So he was like, I got to figure out how I can get my next lick. I got to figure out who I could rob, who I can steal next. It's like, damn, bro, relax. Like, you can't, you, you can't yeah, always that hustle spirit. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, nowadays it's funny because a lot of people got that part of Malcolm's spirit going pretty damn well. <laughs> and that, that was that's the point I was trying to make, how Dick Gregory is saying how in, in the Malcolm X movie, they showed a, a part of Malcolm X people didn't really know about. And it kind of, it, I wouldn't say it tarnished his name, but it made people look at him differently when it was like, damn, he used to he used to be in the streets. He was, he was fucking white women and all this other stuff. Yeah, but see, they're looking at it at the at a wrong perspective. Again, earlier, yeah, sure, yeah but like days, the thing is, it was all about perspective. And if you're looking at it like, oh, he's talking about, he's preaching about good shit now, but he used to be an asshole back then. When you should really be looking at it as, damn, he was an asshole back then, but now he's preaching this. Yeah. Exactly. That kind of goes yeah, back yeah. to Kevin Hart. Yeah, but, but but you know, like, but that's the thing. Like, people don't people don't don't can't accept how people could just change. You know what I'm saying? People will never like, and that's the thing. People don't understand how to forgive. Like, it's because they the, can't. The, the they main put that thing, shit on the rest. The of main us. thing, like, if if I go ahead and say something stupid and, and assholeish, right? But then, as a man, I go yeah, ahead you and probably would because we all do it. And and and, 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 and let me tell you what, and I have, and I have, but as a man. A real man, if you're able to recognize that you said something wrong and you take that back, you feel me? All I can do, yeah, you did say that before. All I can do is respect that. And that's the problem. People don't understand. People don't know how to respect that and only want to take the negative of your context all the time and use that against you. But when you go ahead and retract and take it back and you be like, hey, you know what? I was wrong and you admit that. They'll still, regardless, go to that negative even after you admitted that you were wrong, took the blame, took the responsibility as a man, and owned up to your words, and as you said it, and they'll still go ahead and plagiarize you for and, for what you said before, and that's and fucked even, up. And, and, and that's a problem. Nobody has to retract my law. People don't know how to people don't know how to forgive anymore, and people are always going to use your negative flaw against you for anything, even if you even if you overachieve that negative flaw. They're still gonna just use that because that's all they got. You know what I'm saying? Funny, Besides bro. that, that's the Stop only that thing. Money. Yeah, that's all they got, and that's the thing. People don't people don't know don't know how to forgive, and that's why uh, we're like we're at we're, we're we're at where we're at. You know what I'm saying? People just know how to use what people said 30 years ago and just keep using that. Okay, yeah, he said that 30 years ago, but what is he doing now? Is, is he doing something better now? Cool. That's 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 all I could. That, he's doing better. That's it. It's already in the past. Why the fuck am I still stressing something he said or what somebody said 40 years ago or 10 years ago, 15 years ago? No, but but Jason, the thing is that I'm saying, if he owned it and, ex and he owned it and recognized that he was wrong at the time, why the fuck do? Why the fuck am I still blaming him? Yeah, but not everybody, sees it that that way, bro. not everybody yeah. sees it that way. It's all about perspective, like I said. Yeah, I get it. Some yeah, people will see it like 
oh shit, he was a good dude right now, but he was a fucked up bitch after uh before. Yeah. Some people see it like, oh, he was a fucked up bitch before, but look at what he's doing now. I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna be a little more pessimistic about it. I think people don't have a single fucking thought about things like that at all. <laughs> Um, what they actually do is more often than not, unless you've been educated in it or you're aware of it or you've actively yourself sought out that information, you're going to just think whatever somebody told you in the way that they told it to you. So if they tell it to you from a negative connotation of, yeah, he did this preaching, but he was, he was actually a gangster and blah, 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 as opposed to he was a gangster that became a iconic uh, leader of black people. So it is about perspective, but I think it's not as much perspective nowadays as it is sheeple, because I'm not saying you junkers are sheeple, but I know you know so. And they just listen to what they're told and believe what they're told, and then they don't follow up on it, which is why <clears throat> when people own up to it, like Chance is saying about, hey, I was wrong about what I did back in the day. That, that was fucked up. People are already marketing and trying to make money off of that fuck up right away. Right away, before you even get a chance to think oh, about yeah. retracting what you said, somebody's making money off of that. And that's automatically more important than making anything right. So if you do put that retraction or you admit to, to your wrongdoings or something like that, nobody who let everybody else know you fucked up is going to be like, oh, yeah, so he retracted it. So, you know, let's forgive him. Nobody puts out that kind of thought. Everybody just talk shit, talk shit, talk shit, talk shit, talk shit. And then when you hear that you can't talk shit anymore because they retracted it, you just stop talking. You talk about something else. And the last thing that people remember is that person is fucked up, which is one of the reasons why, even though he's not black, um, fucking Louis CK has been going through all the bullshit he's had to go through because yeah, what he did was nasty and it was, I guess, fucked up, but it was consensual. He never did anything that nobody else was like, yeah, go ahead. It was just really fucking weird. And then everybody else was like, oh, that's this, and that's that, and that's this. But the people involved are like, yo, it's fucking weird. But I said, fine. Like, it, like I didn't care. Like, it wasn't a big deal to me. It's a bigger deal to you. And then one of somebody who was at the top tier of comedians is now at the bottom rung trying to wait until people forget that that's what happened while the new big thing came out, the new allegations, the new scandals, the new this, the new that. And nobody ever retracts that shit. Just like this white dude that married uh, his fucking Chinese stepdaughter. What's yeah, Woody Allen. Yeah, Woody he, Allen. I, I don't remember who it was. It, no, 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 it that, was some that, comedian who said it. Right there. <laughs> there was some comedian who, who said, like, who brought up what you're talking about. And he was like, he grew his own pussy. Like, that Woody Allen grew his own pussy. Like, that's, that's how fucked up it was. And it was like, <laughs> yo. Like, as, as harsh as that is, by saying it like that, it makes it even worse. And it's like, yo, why the fuck is he still just like an icon in filmmaking? This, like, yeah, that's like, what he did. Why? That's what he did. Well, I mean, like, like you saying perspective is the thing because we all, there's plenty of people in Hollywood history that we know have done some pretty awful shit and people yeah. just look past it. And then we just say, so what? We just, we like we like there's certain people we like at a very high level and we don't care. It's like you know what? I don't personally care that R. Kelly might have peed on some girls and they were oh, 16. I think R. Kelly he, did it. I don't. Think oh no no, he did definitely it. did. No, he did that shit. But R. Kelly's one of the greatest R and B artists ever. And yeah like, yeah yeah like, yeah. Like, yeah. But you can't even front. You listen to his music now and you're like, 
weird. Damn, that motherfucker. Oh was no, it is. Pedophile. You know, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. One day, For most of it, there are still some shit. You're like, fuck, yo, this shit goes. This is the weird. No, but you, you really can't listen to his old music and listen to the lyrics and think like, all right, this is mm. this is kind of strange. Yeah, you can't listen to it. It can be on, you know, like step in the name of love. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> now, but no, I remember one yeah, time and, and, at work. Where, uh, people forgive that. People, people forget. Like that's the thing. People forgive that. Like, what you were just exactly saying. Like people, when they have personal sentiment towards a certain somebody, they're like they can't do no bad. You know what I'm saying? For more bad that they do, they can't do no bad. Because yeah. that's their that's their guy, that's whoever yeah. it is for them. Oh, oh yeah, but that was oh he did that, that was but he was young, it's okay. And like but I'm, like, he still did it. I'm like, he still did it. Gee. I'm like, he's still fucking did Charlie Sheen. Who is that shit, bro? Like he was like, Yeah, I'm doing cocaine and crack, and I'm just fucking tons of women yeah, got yeah. AIDS and blah blah blah. And like I fuck rhinoceros and like it's like yo, and we're all like oh, gonna oh, be okay. Yeah, but what? But you want me to what though? But you want me to what? One thing you gotta respect is he fucking owned that shit. He fucking owned he it. Did. He, he did. Own it. That's why it worked. He had no choice. Yeah, that's he could hide it. He would. The motherfucker. Yeah, he was that's trying. What <laughs> he was trying. That's shit. what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, you can go ahead and say he has no choice. But in a way, bro, I feel like he just said it because he, he was just gonna fucking say it anyway, bro. Because. Charlie, like, exactly. he fucking exactly. He came out with it because motherfuckers was gonna say it anyway. You gotta, like, you gotta hit it beforehand because then people, for some reason, won't clown you as hard or disrespect you as much if you and say that. Ahead of time. Said, talk shit. That he said that, yeah, he did party like that, but he said that there were a lot of people that they'll that that's gonna be their best experience that they ever had in their lives. Oh yeah, <laughs> Junior. No, yeah. Yeah. Or Tim Allen. <laughs> he got Tim caught with, what was it? Like a key of coke, you said, or something like that. <laughs> it was mad key. Hold on. In the airport. <laughs> like that that right there, that tells me that before he got caught, Tim Allen very heavily invested in his white privilege because there's no reason no same person there. I'm just gonna get on a flight with keys of cocaine. Nobody even remembers yeah. Robert Downey Jr.'s bad downfall anymore after Iron Man. Yeah, here, look. On October second, nineteen seventy eight. Look, look, look! The powers that be don't even want me to say it. By the way, this Transformers shit is delicious. Is it? Sounds right. Colada, sponsored by two, uh, sponsored by Super Work Distillery. Ooh, almost thought about a, a past sponsor. It just tastes like water. Nineteen seventy-eight. Allen was arrested in Kalamazoo Battle Creek International Airport for possession of over six hundred and fifty grams of cocaine. Bro, that's if you're in a place like Kalamazoo, that sounds like where you would get that much cocaine. The fuck? It's that no. If you're in Kalamazoo getting arrested, it sounds like you made a wrong turn to Albuquerque. You probably did, and then you picked up some cocaine and a kazoo. And you snorted a Kalamazoo and got caught. That's why they call it that. <laughs> I remember the first time I read that story and I was like, wait a second. This this guy really is... He had a great career in Hollywood. But he had the career in Hollywood flipped. after that. Yeah, I know. That's he's, He was on uh, Home Improvement in the 90s. Mm -hmm. and, and the Santa and, Claus. And, and yeah, I was just about to say, in the Santa Claus movies. And it's like, this dude flipped and beat. Anybody else is going to jail for a really long time. Hell yeah. 
like how the fuck? Hell you? yeah, that's that's <laughs> probably life, especially There's if no you're out, bro. There's no getting out. Just think point. about how many people he he snitched on and flipped on him and got in jail. I bet, I bet that's where oh, six nine got the inspiration. What you say for six nine? I bet that's where six nine got inspiration. Was Tim Allen? He read that story and he was like, "Whoa, I could do that." Oh, look at that mustache! Damn, look at that. He looks like somebody from Fargo that you wouldn't want to run into. You know what I'm saying? Look like somebody you pull a heist and then he want to chop you up, put you in a wood chip or some shit. But he's too weak because he does so much coke. <laughs> Could you imagine the fucking coxicles are coming off that nostril? Right there. Like, like, honestly, he doesn't even look like Tim the Toolman Taylor. That looks like some sort of. <laughs> But you can see where he got the likeness from because he was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That'd be a ridiculous yeah, thing. You know, everybody, everybody wanted their dad to be like him. Everybody wanted their dad to be like uh, like him and he too. So, <laughs> that show, like, I know we've gotten a little bit off topic here, but that show is kind of crazy in the sense of like that and Married with Children were extremely popular shows and misogyny on those shows is an all-time fucking high, especially married with children. They have a whole entire group for that. I forgot what it's called, but it's like it's like an anti-women anti-women group. Hold up, it's got a weird ass acronym. Let me find it. Well, while he's doing that, I bet we can just all agree that regardless if it was the oh, it's called no ma'am. That's what it's called. No, ma'am. Oh, yeah. It's called No, ma'am, <laughs> uh, which stands for National Organization of Man, Men Against Amazonian Masterhood slash Numb Old Men Anxiously Awaiting Morticians. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> That's yes, going back to what you're saying, I think we can all agree here. That whether it was the Nation of Islam or the FBI... Or the LACA, the CIA, the CIA all of them together. It's all them people fucking together in a nasty fuck circle assassination. It was ultimately just very fucking tragic that a leader such as himself was taken so early from his family. It sucks. Uh, you know, uh, speaking of that, I was I was actually asking Chance and Jason earlier if they knew about this. <clears throat> Maybe you've heard something, Drake. In regards to, like, I know he called Malcolm X because he didn't have recognition of his last name, but his daughter's last name is Shabazz. Is that his actual last name, or is that just the name that they ended up taking? When he converted. So when he converted, he had a last name, but he still ended up going by Malcolm X. Yeah, he his 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 name in in um in Arabic or in, when he converted to Islam was uh Malik El Haj El Shabazz. Okay, so the Shabazz comes from there because I, I was curious about that because I knew he was Malcolm X because he didn't have a last name. But then we were talking about how uh, recently well, he was Malcolm Little first, and then he was Malcolm X. Okay, Malcolm Little first. Okay. Because there was a whole thing with Brown University where he came through and he was introduced as Malcolm X Shabazz. And I didn't, I just hadn't recalled him ever being called Malcolm X Shabazz, just Malcolm X or his other names, but not like that. So I wasn't sure whether or not, because he's got five, six daughters. So like, yeah, so like that's, that, that was, that's just kind of crazy. But okay, that makes sense. 
amidst change, unlike our presidents. What'd you say? I said that makes change, unlike our presidents. Shout out to Biden for bombing Syria and then making us forget by sending us money this month. So. <laughs> it's not even going to be as much money as you asked for, but yeah. Um, nope. nope. And it's going to fuck up next year's taxes too, I'm sure. I'm actually going to a tax man this year because I think turbo tax no. is definitely trying to butt fuck us. Um, well, in a way... Uh, good. A lot of things that are that are well, not, not not to point out the negatives, but what I really respect that he did the other day was like, you know, the shit with the vaccines. You feel me? Like, you know how he paid for two hundred million vaccines. I like how he dead ass went out of nowhere. Like nobody knew he was gonna go, and he popped it back to factory. Like, yo, I hope your niggas is working on my shit. You know what I'm saying? Like he went to go like check on that because nobody knew about he was going over there. He just got up from his chair, was like, "Let me go see if these niggas is working on my shit." And yo, and they fucking like that. I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him props on that. Like, like a lot of people got va- a lot of people that I know are vaccinated right now. Like, I, I'm not gonna lie. I ain't giving no president no fucking props on something that's part of a goddamn job. Yeah, exactly. that's what he should be doing is making exactly. sure there's vaccinations being made for the fucking country. Fuck yeah, him if he thinks yeah, he should get a cook well, for that. Again, just like everything <laughs> no. on this episode, it's yeah, but that's all what I'm saying. Of perspective. Like, I gotta, I gotta let him. You, you can't just, Hold on, y'all both talking. I can't understand. Oh my bad, my bad. Are they? It's all about perspective, just like the 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 rest of this episode. Are they doing it for our health? Or are they doing it? Uh, well, hell no. It's the presidential system. That's a whole other episode, though. It's a whole other episode. <laughs> That's a whole other episode. This episode is just about wrapped up, so I do want to... Yeah, we don't, we don't have enough uh, sugar, 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 rum. I can't even remember their no, name. We, do. we don't have enough. No, Y'all listen. got enough. We, okay. the three of us on screen right okay. now. Y'all I got plenty. Who's drinking, me or you? When? You talking like you're the one drinking and it's me drinking. No, I already told you last week when I'm in a good place, I get like this. I get more aggressively happy. But see, now I got to go. You hear the phone ringing? I got to answer that shit. It could be death. See, it. well, hopefully it's not death. And we got to go too because this is about to be killed. <laughs> All right, so- brother. We want to take. They hung up, so I guess it wasn't death. So it wasn't death, but it's the death of this episode. All right. So, Dre, thank you for coming on again. We want to invite you next week. We got uh, Norman Plocking coming on. He's gonna read uh, some tarot cards and read uh, cursive. He's gonna analyze your handwritings. Whoever Mm -hmm. sends them in, so whoever wants their uh, handwriting analyzed. Send it in cursive. It's gotta be like, cursive. What is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? I gotta write, write, write my name or something like that? No, do not write your name. Your, he said your name symbolizes who you want to be. Okay. If you write a paragraph of anything, it symbolizes who you are. Okay. All right. So, like Talon said earlier, if you want to listen to that, uh, go ahead to the archives on YouTube. Tomorrow it'll be available on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and iTunes, and all of that other good shit, as well as these uh, break room episodes. So again, thank you, Junkers, for joining us. Sunshine Donna, I see you guys are saying good night, but I dropped my mouse, so I can't scroll over it. So I think the answer is you are drinking, Jason. I'm fine. My headset's here. I am drinking, but my dog. (laughs) 
monster. He's a monster. He is. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'll be back next week. Our pleasure, man. And hopefully, uh, you could come on more shows. Oh yeah, for sure. Word. Yeah, I'm glad you can make it, bro. Glad for you. Thanks for stopping Word. by. Word, Dre. It was a pleasure. Always. Likewise. All right, Junkers. Good night. Good night.